Ramble. My man, welcome to Guilty Pleasures, the podcast that loves what it loves. Kelsey's looking at me like I'm crazy. You don't remember my man, the greatest moment from this movie? Today we're talking oh. about Zack yeah. Snyder's oh, The Justice okay. League. Hashtag yeah. The Snyder Cut. Uh, mother Boxes and Daddy Issues. There's a four-hour <laughs> movie to dive into, so let's just get into it. I'm Zach Kornfeld, joined by Kelsey Dara and Garrick Bernard. What's up, family? I'm excited to talk about this podcast fucking... What is this called? What is the Justice League a part of? Uh, the DC Universe. The DC I'm so EU. excited to talk about the <laughs> DC Universe. <laughs> Kelsey uh, adorably knows so little about superhero culture, and no. it's been such a delight to watch her uh, learn mm. slowly but surely. But before mm. we get into the Snyder Cut, we actually <laughs> wanted to try something uh, a little bit new today. We have, uh, we're, we're calling it a pleasure roundup. I had a pithier Ooh. name. I, I forgot it. So, But basically what this is is really quick hits of other things that we are enjoying in the pop culture sphere, guilty or mm. otherwise. Kelsey, do you have one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying watching um, bad YouTubers get taken down by the internet. <laughs> that's Jesus my pleasure. Christ. Yeah, that's a that's a pleasure. And there's Pop a little culture? bit of a guilt there too, right? Schadenfreude. Someone's it. guilty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, just gonna piggyback off of that. I'm loving <laughs> Last Chance You basketball. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> I feel so terrible. <laughs> Damn. It's really good. Last Chance You is, is like, it's usually football. This is the first basketball season. Yeah. It is about uh, East Los Angeles Community College. Um, and it's it's <sighs> phenomenal. What about you, Zach? Yeah, I've been jamming out to a real guilty pleasure. Look, I, I just want to totally discredit myself to any Zack Snyder fans listening uh, before we even get started. I love the new Justin Bieber album. I know that it's cringy <laughs> as fuck. I, I know he has an MLK interlude in it, which is like totally head-scratchingly, unforgivably just it, it, what? It just as the the Martin Luther, the dream speech. I have a dream speech. Does it not? It's, no, it's a it? different Who told speech? him he could... Do that. The, the, the Martin that Luther King Jr.'s family. That is the definition family, of his, his career. Who told him he could do that? Oh, his, nobody. No. But he MLK did it Jr.'s anyway. daughter gave him permission, praised him for it. I don't understand. Oh, okay. And and by the way, oh. it goes from a it goes from that his speech about like if there's injustice anywhere, it's a threat to justice anywhere, into a song about how much Bieber loves his wife. But you know what? It's a fucking bop of a song. <laughs> Sue me. I don't know, man. I mean, I isn't that really also weird. the Justice League's, like, theme mantra? Injustice to justice? Or was that MLK? <laughs> <laughs> no. You mean that wasn't Zack Snyder? <laughs> Oh my God! Justice League. They're all about that, it. Are you saying that Zack Snyder gave that speech, or or no. should be credited for that speech? <laughs> D- that don't I recall the Justice League giving some justicey speech? Batman is the MLK of the Justice League. Yeah, that's oh, what we're trying. He to believes say that. in justice. Oh God! I had a dream. Right? I had a dream. <laughs> Please don't do this. <laughs> okay, you're you're like literally listening from someone who thought those flying bugs was literally Ant Man the entire time. Okay. You, that's what wow. you thought. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we need to. We have so wow. much to dive into. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Look, there is the movie, and then there is the world around the movie. Mm. Um, we actually weren't going to do this on the podcast, but we were texting about it so much that Kelsey just assumed it was the movie for this week. And about two hours into it, we realized the mistake. And we're like, oh, you're so far into this process. We need to reward your your watching efforts. And I got to give it to you guys for convincing me because there's no fucking way. And I feel like the listeners should know this by now. I don't like superhero movies but i fucked with wonder woman and what got me was zach you told me it was a wonder woman movie and i was like okay Uh i'll fall for it and i'm so glad i did because you guys i fucking loved this movie you loved it i think you loved it the most oh my god i think it was so fun and guess what i don't fucking care i have zero (laughs) stakes and emotions i just thought it was a good movie 
yeah, I am right there with you. I, yeah, fucking loved it. Loved every, not every minute of it, but like I loved most things about it. There were a lot of minutes. It was... It was a lot. It was a lot of minutes. And I think it's it's hard because the movie is four hours long and uh, excuse my stumbling or stumbling, but because it's four hours long, it's Im- kind of impossible. Excuse <laughs> my stumbling. <laughs> stumbling, stumbling, whatever. That was funny. Um, you didn't even mean it. I, <laughs> I, so it's too much to be perfect you know there's always going to be some guilt in a four-hour movie there's yeah. no way even after seeing the original though four-hour movie even after seeing the original this was perfect compared to the, the yes. original this was <laughs> okay. a beautiful piece of this was like piece a of literature yeah this was a masterpiece in comparison but good god i didn't realize i had seen the original but here's how I yeah. here's how ba- like here's how much I didn't give a fuck about that movie. The way I found out was I watched I went down to deep YouTube Justice League dive of like the comparisons between yeah. the old one and the new one and I didn't realize that the that I had seen the old one because the villain is a completely different motherfucker. It's in, a completely different it, it, dude. In like, this one, yes. he's literally a zipper with a fucking callus <laughs> for a face, and in the yeah. other one, he yeah. was like an alien with a kilt on, and I was like. Wait, I remember that bitch. And then I was like, oh my God, yeah. I did see the original. It was so bad I didn't care. And this was a pleasure. Right. I'm going to give a synopsis for the movie, but I also first want to give a synopsis just like of how this movie came to be. And before we dive in, I want to say to any DC stands out there, we are not pros on this. We're just three people no. having a good time. Look, we're, we're the three people that thought Wonder Woman's land was pronounced the mascara. So that's what kind of the podcast mascara. you're in for. Still very um, much is. Yeah. But the Justice League movie came out a few years ago. Um, Zack Snyder, and feel free to jump in here, guys, at any point. Zack Snyder yeah. was removed from the movie <laughs> slash left the movie after the untimely death of his daughter. There was mm. a lot of um, behind-the-scenes let's call it uh, disagreements between him and Warner Brothers. And so instead of finishing the movie, Joss Whedon was brought on uh, to complete it. Now, since then, there has been tons of claims of abuse and misconduct from Joss Whedon. And the movie that did come out... One of them being cutting out all of the people of color in the movie, but... Shut the fuck up! Who cares? (laughs) It's like it doesn't even... Add it to his tab. Yeah, I mean, Ray Fisher Jr., that's his name, right? Yeah, Ray Fisher really yeah. led the charge in, in calling out Joss Whedon's uh, uh, mistreatment of cast yeah. and, and abuse of him and, and the other people on set. Um, but the movie was hated by critics, hated by fans, and a- as soon as the movie came out, there was this drumbeat, this this fan clamoring to hashtag release the Snyder Cut. And now, what is it, four oh. years later... Finally, after fan pleading, HBO Max, realizing that they have a new platform to promote, uh, brought back Zack Snyder. (laughs) Yeah, make it that money. Brought back Zack Snyder, restored his original vision, and then some. They allowed him to reshoot new scenes. And what you have is this totally insane what if uh, uh, experiment in real life where what if Zack Snyder was allowed to make the movie that he dreamed of? What if... He uh, got to digitally redo and take out all Joss Whedon's stuff. What if he got to make a four-hour superhero movie? And what we are left with is Zack Snyder's Justice League. These were, um, when you're talking about, like, reshooting, he barely reshot any of, like, the scenes that were there. Yes. I think he did, like, two or three Mm -hmm. new scenes or whatever, shot new scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything else was already there. This is, like, stuff that they were just like, no, cut this all the way the fuck down. That just (laughs) goes to show, like, what a vision of a director means. Yes. To a fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, fuck you, Joss Whedon, for, like, right. fucking up that what could have been. Or, I I think this was this was more, like, less, less on Joss Whedon. I don't know. He, of course, he did, like, the abusive stuff and whatnot. But, like, more so on on the, his own production company not believing in him. It, it's very clear the studio and Zach. Snyder had very different visions of what this movie How should be. How the fuck did he right. get this IP then to rework? Oh, Joss Whedon? Or no, no, no. Zack Snyder. Snyder. How did he get this fucking opportunity back? 
like if Warner Brothers, it, it was fervent. Yeah. It was relentless. Um, it was at times yeah. bordering on toxic from the fandom. On uh, toxicity. But, uh, but they. I'm gonna find your family it. if you don't release yeah. that fucking Snyder cut, <laughs> like shit like that. Whoa! <laughs> I, cause yeah. I just have to imagine if like there was so much disagreement to begin with. This has never been done before. Like, I can't no, think no. where this has ever been done before. But, and big major studios, IP, things like that. This is basically shitting on their first decision. And for Joss Whedon to have gone it down in a, you know, a flame of his own fucking falsities, like... That was probably beautiful timing. Like when that happened to Joss, they were probably like, okay, fucking put out the date. We're doing it. We, we've been working on it, but yeah. this is like, right. it, let's do it. Garrick, I imagine you have the best memory of the original. Can you speak to some of the changes uh, that were made in the theatrical cut that originally went out? I know yeah. they, they totally uh, cut down Ray Fisher's part. Ray Fisher was not in the movie, That's pretty wild. much. He was just well, there to be Cyborg. Oh. He's Cyborg. Who I didn't know his name for the entire movie because he never says his name. He was Costco That's Iron fair. Man. He didn't. Well, he didn't have like a, a superhero name. And this is one of the things that I like that superhero movies are doing. They don't really name themselves. They yeah. just kind of come to be, you know, where it's just like, oh, he just got his powers. So he doesn't really have a name yet. He oh. is a cyborg. So I guess we call him cyborg. Oh, you know? yeah. So they did a lot of he was like still planting. dealing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was still dealing with the trauma of dying, essentially, yeah. and being brought back to life by the losing his mom, press, which gives life, which is, you know, what a, why a fucking it. metaphor. And I'm so Bird. glad to. I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But we're still on pleasures, right? <laughs> well, we're still. Oh, no, we you're talking about the synopsis yet? <laughs> right. Well, well, I know the so difference is because I watched the I watched the YouTube like. This, Frame by, by frame, side. like the uh, biggest addition yeah. was the battle scene between the mm. the Mascarian Amazonians, the Atlanteans, the man and the um bat uh, the underworld bad bad place people <laughs> uh, mm. from the people from Apocalypse, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Dark Side. You know, maybe we'll do right. this. So, so his, his movie is split into chapters, kind of so that you can digest it as you want. And and maybe this too will split into chapters. Uh, chapter <laughs> one, <laughs> the synopsis. I, I mean, look, this movie could basically just be uh, uh, bad guy coming, superheroes fight fight him. Uh, but a little more specifically, following the death of Superman, Batman travels the world to rally a, a team of superheroes together to save the fate of humanity uh, and a big bad guy named... Named uh, Thanos, who looks no. exactly like Thanos. Uh, what the fuck dark is his side. name? Not, <laughs> not Darkseid. Oh, uh, oh, Zipperman. Wolf, Wolf, fuck, I'm screwing Wolf. this up. DC Wolfgang Puck. Furious. Stepperwolf. Oh, God. Steppenwolf. Okay, thank you. Steppenwolf. How the fuck did I get that? <laughs> <laughs> Steppenwolf is a big bad alien trying to prove his allegiance to Darkseid by gathering the three mother boxes which have been awakened by the cries of Superman's death. Once he gets the three boxes, he will have the power to destroy the world. So you've got Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash joining together for the first time to save humanity. This mm. is Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Um, mm. Let's just launch into some pleasures, yeah? Oh, my God. I mm-hmm. So this is both guilt and a pleasure. I loved how long this movie was. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> It was whenever when everybody talks about like less is more subtlety no. or whatever and like let's just pull out all of the things mm-hmm. he was just like what if we just left it in yeah. you know, what if we what if we just kept it was it felt like an experiment to how many scenes in movies we get usually cut. write but then have to get pulled out oh. and he was just like what if we let just 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 put it back in because with all of those subtleties and all of that stuff where it's just like we just let let scenes breathe and I, I love like a lot of Avatar movies do this where they're just like, well, in a rom com, the movie will usually stop like this. What if we kept it going for a little mm-hmm. bit? But in this movie, when we're when it's just like we don't have to have characters that just do purely setup. We can just have them living their lives and it mm-hmm. makes it feel more like 
people playing dress up who have powers and are just trying to do their best, you know, right. because they have lives, they have other things that they have to do. You know, like I, if, if there was a scene of Superman doing laundry, I would have been like, yeah, that fits. All <laughs> there, of this was. Fits. there was a scene of him <laughs> I mean, doing basically, laundry. <laughs> in the, in the um, end. All, and, and side note, I wanted him to just, instead of like seeing the, the black uh, Superman suit, I wanted him to see <gasps> like, his dad's Ooh. jacket or something like that and he fought in his dad's jacket mm. who that passed in the last film but so nice that would have been that would have been so just cool. Superman wearing like anyway. a rugged bomber jacket a, a rugged bomber jacket yeah um, his adopted father not his um, uh, his biological one I, there's something fun about the length of the movie that makes you feel mm. like you're lost in it. I watched this over mm. you're, uh, yes. two days and I kind of just kept returning to it. And I got to a point where I didn't remember a time where I was not watching, <laughs> <Justin> <laughs> watching the movie. Like, I, I just was yeah. like, I don't know what my life was before this. I don't know what it'll be after this. I've always been here. Yeah. We made the mistake of like starting it on a lunch break, just being like, oh, we'll just like, Start it thinking it was four parts long, uh-uh. not realizing it was six parts long. And then I was like, wait, is it six hours? hours? Like, I was very confused. It was nighttime. The sun was up. We were only in part three. I texted you guys that it was ending, but it was really only part four. Oh, man. Yeah. It was a pleasure, though, because I feel like the movie going experience was doubled. And like, we fucking love movies. We, the make a podcast yeah. about movies, like having a yeah. double feature almost, but a more I think movie. really good. Yeah, like yeah. more movie. It was nice. Because of how long this movie was and how like breathy it was, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Um, it felt like reading a comic book. It yes. felt like reading yes. a comic book series Can't of like a short, done. like, you know, like a 10 issue series mm-hmm. where you're just like, OK, well, I, let me let me just knock this out real quick. And then you look up and six hours have passed and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, this was great. But this took a lot of time. You know, the guilt here on the other end of it, though, is there is something uniquely infuriating about being an hour 15 in a movie and being like oh now the plot's fucking starting it was like like once the flash showed up and we'll talk about him i was on board i could have lived in the middle forever but i do wish i could go back to the beginning and just be like just please start the movie just stop just stop no just stop introducing people just give me no i have to disagree with you there as someone who like doesn't know the universe who doesn't know really the characters who like barely remembers Wonder Woman even though we just watched the movie last month what a pleasure (laughs) that I really liked too and I think this is part of the length is how much darker this was not only color wise but content wise literally darker and the whole movie yes I think like there was a there was a poppiness to the Joss Whedon version that just made it so fucking forgettable. It was, it was just a Marvel movie. And sure. exactly what you're talking about with the length is like he gave those characters time to mourn, to be sad, to not be right. on the go on a mission. And I really enjoyed that, especially as someone who had no fucking clue what was going on and who yeah. anyone was. I told you guys like my entire and first hour and 30 was me going, who's that? What's he do? Who's that? <laughs> is that Iron Man? Right. Who is that? Is that Ant-Man? Yeah. That's a bug? What? It is a it is decidedly not Marvel. Like, right? Like one, no. it is a unique yes. movie. Yes. The, the movie yes. begins so, with Superman's death cry, but it is as mm. far from a Marvel movie as you can get. But I uh it, the ultimate pleasure of the movie is that you can feel that Zack Snyder was in pain during yes. the entire movie. Wow. Like the whole thing was about grief and loss mm. and despair and, and what you do past that. Cyborg mm. lost his own life and he's trying to deal with, with and that. His mom. Uh, Superman. And his dad. And his mom. All of that grief. His dad. Superman died and came back to life. And he's just like, I don't know what this is anymore. Um, Batman lost the... He... he started the cause of the um the death of superman which is like the death of right. hope for the the world right um diana i mean, uh, wonder woman lost like a, a her femiscarian family or whatever the all mascara. of like the warriors that died because she wasn't on the island 
it, it was just it was just so full of grief. Like even right. in moments where it what it could have been sick and super cool, like you could feel like Zack Snyder was sad. Like yes. the, the scene where the Flash um, saves the girl in traffic. Incredible. Oh, it, that has been so, such a beautiful fucking scene. Oh. There, it could have been like um, 10 like minutes the, um, shorter X-Men movies <laughs> 10 minutes yeah no it could have been 10 minutes shorter it could have been like just him running real fast all of the yeah. other like quippy scenes that they did he is the comic relief mm-hmm. but in this in this scene he was just like let me legitimately lay this girl to rest yeah and, and you feel that his you know his daughter died and it's it shit mm. sucks you know Dude, you are <laughs> and, Derek you are hitting me hard with what you're saying i'm like yeah i am on board it's so fucking it's it's pure fucking direction there's no other way to explain it i knew this movie was way darker when zipper villain yeeted a fucking horse when they when you when you fucking hurt an animal bitch like that is a world that is like a common rule like we don't fucking fuck up the horses you don't look at game of thrones look at literally any movie ever you don't fuck with the horses this bitch killed multiple horses hit the fuck out of the horse just yeah just fucking like smacked it over there and it just it's neighing it's yelling sea biscuit all of that shit the horse was gone (laughs) i was like oh no okay this is a different while we're um talking about ezra miller this might be a good time to talk about (gasps) the characters in this movie and what i think is genuinely a triumph of this you know, look, we're living in this weird timeline where, like, the Aquaman movie has come out, and now this is after the fact. We're going back. Yeah. But this was the introduction of The Flash and Aquaman and Cyborg. It had such tr- a troubled path to getting to the big screen, right. and were such a joke. And they fucking rule in this <laughs> yes. movie. Yeah. The it's Flash so is the greatest. The Flash. And Aquaman is so the funny. coolest motherfucker that has yes. ever lived. They both yes. deserve their own moments. Yes. Let's talk about them separately. Holy shit. Right. Ezra Miller, Jesus I Christ. would die for you. Aqu- Ezra Miller, I've been in love with Ezra Miller since Perks of Being a Wallflower. How could oh. you not be? Oh, man, who is this dude? Throwback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hit you with this math equation. In this movie, Ezra Miller is if Justin Long and Tilda Swinton had a hot, quirky Jewish baby. 100% nailed it. Right? He's You're so not used to seeing him as the comic relief either, but you know he's capable of doing it. And I feel like they just let him loose. Because he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. He's like like Tom Hanks on SNL where you're just like, oh, no, he's he can act. So, of course, he can be funny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was like the comic relief exactly when you needed it, but not fucking corny. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. these superhero movies use comedy in the fucking corniest way where you're just like, right. did I really laugh this whole movie? That motherfucker made me laugh. Okay, if you're right. trying to do some like was, backhanded Marvel slander, I'm not going to allow it. I'm going to stay. I'm no, just going to put my okay, foot I down. I think I am. And I'm not going to allow it. Was a no- so- this movie was a knockoff of Marvel. I'll just say that. That's going to be in my guilt. But it was a fucking so, okay. copy paste, bitch. Oh, so I don't agree with you at We're- all. Like I don't. So I think that the Marvel movies, the Marvel movies are do a really good job of having, um, of like taking comic books. You know, taking the characters that you love, putting them on screen, and it's like, here's what it would be like if you, if somebody actually had this power, or blah blah blah, and they can swing around and blah blah blah. And then this movie, not the DC movies, because the DC movies are are ass, but this <laughs> movie made it feel like, okay, what if we took like one of the darker, like what if we took one of the more fucked up comic books and just took that tone and put it on screen and just saw what happened. There's a, there's a comic called Mr. Miracle um, that is uh, written by Tom King. And he is, uh, he is a new God or blah, blah, blah. And he was raised on apocalypse and he was raised by dark side, but he is from their rival planet, all this other stuff. And the whole comic is just about how he's suicidal and that he has to deal with the, the, the brevity of the trauma he dealt with 
while being raised on Apocalypse and now being on Earth and being a, a superhero or whatever. Mm. But it's like that type of shit is what comics normally are for me you know like those are the comics that i fucking read and i'm just like fuck yes there's one called bedlam about like a serial killer who's like reformed and all this shit i'm like hell yeah i love this type of shit but then the marvel movies come out and it's just like yeah this is cool because it's spider-man on camera and he's he's swinging around and that would that would be sick to watch him just go down new york and be like a normal kid but like the tone of this and the tone of of all of these are like it represents a different side of so, so there's a writer that I follow who I think nailed it, Adam Vary, uh, who actually used to be a co-worker of ours. Um, Adam Vary, who writes for Variety, he said that in Marvel, these are recognizably human and flawed characters. But in Snyder's DC Universe, these are gods. These are gods grappling yeah. with the power of humanity. The power and it, yeah. and it's, yes. it's a totally yeah. different thing. I think that there's right. something to be said against that. Uh, but it's also very unique to what we've seen in superhero yeah. movies. Yeah, right. Mark, fucking the Flash reverse time in probably one of also one of the most beautiful scenes yeah. at the end. Yeah, went back. They failed at the end. First off, which I you fucking love. You watch Cyborg's they face blow up like the flesh blow up from mm-hmm. his ice mm-hmm. eyeball blast towards camera right. reversed. I told Jared that's exactly what my chronic pain feels like. (laughs) (laughs) I said that and then all the zipper villains chins, you know how they just have like an axe wound down the middle. I was like, oh, that that's the best way to describe what it feels. So you saw yourself represented in media. That's great. I've never felt so seen. You got to love it. Okay, carry on. You got to love it. (laughs) But yeah, you saw, yeah, I mean, back to the the gods uh, stuff. Um, you saw the flash reverse time by like <laughs> essentially running quicker than reality. You know, like that's like you love time that's, shifting that's crazy shit. shit. I love time shifting shit. Yeah. And I love that he saw the universe and he was just like, all right, if I'm going to go, I got to go now. And he just started running. And I was like, fuck, yes. I was but, like, oh, time what? reversal. Rick is going to love this. <laughs> it's time yeah. travel and it's it's flash from the Incredibles. It's your two favorite things. Yeah, it's my two favorite things. Somebody running quick, man. This is Somebody moving fast. Zach, did you say if you liked this or not? Because I feel like me and Rick were like so pro. Um, I, I don't know where I, you stand right now. I liked it. I can't say I loved it. I respect the fuck out of it. Mm. And it's mm. like, I will never watch this again. It, It's mm, not, yeah. I didn't, again, I, I for the first hour, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is so gratuitous. This is so self-indulgent. By the way, the movie is in 4-3. I wanted to oh, scream. I was like, are you fucking, okay. All right, Zack Snyder, we get I it. Don't, we get okay, it. Okay, so artful. I don't understand the significance. Why did he do I don't why? understand the significance. I can tell you, no. I can tell you why. why. I can tell you why, because I watched the deep dives. He didn't want to do the typical landscape because that was invented in cinema because most movement happens across the screen. He wanted to do vertical because most of the characters literal movement are vertical. They're flying up in the air. They're coming down on earth. And he said he wanted people's attention to be center and not like, I thought that was really clever. Not so full of himself the way I thought it was. That is so dumb. He thinks of everything. No, no, I refuse. No, it's like, Hey, I'm going to put a movie on TV and I'm uh, on a streaming service. I'm going to make it feel less cinematic. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it on an old box TV. No, mm. I can't. I, <laughs> no, I, I refuse to give kudos to that. But yes, the movie won me over. And I, I look, there's some fucking dope yeah. stuff in this. Who else wants to drop? a? I mean, can we talk about Jason Momoa? <gasps> can oh we fucking please? Jesus fucking Christ. Those abs, those tattoos, those <laughs> eyes, the hair, the bulge. He they had the that was my pleasure. They had the best bulges I've ever seen ever. They weren't dramatic. They weren't gratuitous. They were just fucking right. Especially Aquaman's bulge. I don't welcome to our next segment. Kelsey ranks the Justice League (laughs) bulges. Kelsey, I would love just to give a quick rundown. uh, What was the, (laughs) the bulge ranking in this movie? 
Aquaman number one, although I of do course. have a little bit of gripe with him because like, where did he keep getting t-shirts from and why is he littering <laughs> so many t-shirts? That's my one. Like he's a litter bug, especially he, in the ocean. They, they, they wind up in the ocean. He picks them up. It's okay, fine. Whatever. Okay. So it's definitely number one, Aquaman. Number two is yeah. Ezra Miller. He's supposed to be a little bit like younger than the other guys. So his is a little bit more like V cut, not so just like bulky machine looking. Then we've whoa, got whoa, whoa, Superman. Whoa, whoa. Hold on. Hold, I'm sorry. Hold on. Huh. Do you think that the costume designers designed yes. the bulge yeah. based yes. on the age yes. of the yes. character? So that's not just what they're naturally yes. packing. The costume no. designer yes. built in bulge. Yes. And I'm about to tell you why Superman and Batman's were my least favorite. Because you <laughs> don't need a bulge in Superman's because he's wearing his costume is tights. So like yeah. you really he they added a bulge and I was like oh fucking okay we get it you're a dude you have both and then Batman's my least favorite because that bulge was way too motherfucking big and I'm just saying listen Ben Affleck you <clears throat> barely did anything the entire movie you didn't deserve that bulge you yeah. didn't do enough oh another pleasure is that Batman realized how human he was. He Useless. is just a dude. He is he is the guy who can just he felt more like a butler to the gods uh-huh. of yes. the movie rather yes. than like an actual which is what I don't really care for whenever I see Justice League movies. It's just like, yeah, you're the smartest one out of all uh, everybody here, but you are powerless essentially. He was the strength moving forward. He kept the the gang going. He was the morale. He kept the gang going. He was a leader. He kept the mm-hmm. everybody on task and whatnot. I can't believe it. Nice. I- I enjoyed Ben Affleck. I thought he did a totally good job as I know. I don't want to like him. He just is like, he's just like, okay, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne is just a tired guy who's just fucking over it. And I like to imagine in this world that Bruce Wayne also has paparazzi, like taking photos of him uh, fumbling with too many Dunkin' Donuts cups. Like I'm Mm, picturing that this is just Ben Affleck as Batman. And yeah. It worked for me. He was very depressed, very useless. Truly, name one thing he did, because all I saw was he he just kept showing up in scenes and saying things. And I'm like, why are you here? But that's what would happen. Like, you're you're just a dude. (laughs) You're just a dude. All you can do is take them to where they need to go and fund the project. It's never going to look normal to me to see I do have a pleasure related to something that Ben Affleck did in this movie. Absolute oh. pleasure, huge pleasure, blew me away pleasure. Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot got chemistry. Those characters are yeah. about what? to fuck, and I believed yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I was on board. Oh, you yeah. think she they touched, were going to fuck? For a second. What, do you, what do you mean they were not? They were. Their hands touched, and they had a little cute, clumsy moment. They, she can't fucking fuck him. She's her heart's with Aviation Boy. I'm telling you, in the three movie plan, they were gonna kiss by the end, and Batman was gonna, gonna sacrifice yeah. himself a thousand percent. Well, spoiler alert: she's dead in the future, and it's his fault, right? On on the infinite Earths. So, like when Flash ran back in time, he split time or whatever and so there were different like timelines and all that shit so on one of the timelines superman goes bad mostly dies that's what that ending Um, scene was he's stricken with grief that's what the ending scene don't okay here's my biggest um now i'm not gonna stop saying biggest anything here's a (laughs) uh, uh, a you've got a you got a big fat mood on this this video i'm not gonna lie you got a lot of big i'm sorry no it's good it's nice to see you talking more than me for once <laughs> my my guilt. One of the guilts on it is um, the epilogue in general. We're yeah. just like we know that the movies weren't gonna come, so don't put it in here. Don't You're not wait. They're not the gonna Snyderverse make more. Of course, no. not in this universe. What? No. They're all, all of those actors are pretty much done. They're gonna do a Flash movie, but I don't think they're doing like a Snyder. Wait, which you hold was on, happen. hold the fuck on. Okay, so so just for. Yeah, just for context, the end of the movie, like, very suddenly flashes forward. I don't know how many years. It doesn't cut to black. Just all of a sudden, we're in this dystopian future. You have Jared Leto as the Joker uh, having a scene with Ben Affleck's Batman, and and people have died. Lois Lane is dead. Superman is evil. It's setting up like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck is going to happen? And Kelsey has just learned that that is a tease to something we'll never see. 
Why would they fucking they? do that? I'm so fucking yeah. invested. <laughs> yeah, he had a plan. He had a plan for like five more movies apparently. And what but why like, why can't ah, that still done. happen? Because the movie was a financial disaster that came out what three four years ago this is like this is just an art experiment at this point this is not yeah. but if it does well yeah but how well it, can it do on a streaming like it's not going to do that yeah. well enough to to rewrite history right. but these characters are historical like don't they have <laughs> to be made like don't their stories have to fan out pan out fan out so we've got Robert other? Pattinson playing Batman we've like we're already we've moved on Fuck. someone else played yes. Joker we've like, moved on I haven't. I'm just in. I'm just getting here. here. (laughs) See, if this was the first movie of the series, if this was the first DCEU movie, we would have been, everybody would have been fine, I think. Yeah. Maybe. I think that's, why fucking even tease all that confusion of what it is? That's a guilt for me, dog. That's a guilt. That's why it was annoying, where I'm just Mm. like, you're not going to do these things, so don't Don't fucking put it in. End it. End it with fucking Superman opening his shirt and then we're out. And we don't have to do. Yeah. Can I give another pleasure? Hell yeah. About Aquaman. I know we kind of like didn't come back to that. We we didn't talk nearly enough about Aquaman. But I love that Aquaman's name is Arthur. Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Nerdy ass fucking. It's it's such a a sweet sweet name. Such a big boy. Yeah, I love that he was an alcoholic. I I know that's like that's yeah, it's not real. The best, it's real. I like, feel if you're like a salt- seen. <laughs> right? If you're if you're a salty dog, you know you're drinking. Yeah. You're drinking. It's fine. He was you a know, lot meaner uh, than in the Aquaman movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was meaner than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And like, there was this one big um, difference that people. Uh, pointed out where how mean he was to Cyborg in the original one and mm-hmm. how like he felt for him mm-hmm. in this one where he's yeah. just like a dude, dude just you know lost, lost his, his dad, dad you, think yeah. you want him it was a nice he's suicidal right now yeah yeah it was a really nice moment that was nice um well and again like we talk yeah. I, I'm repeating myself like Aquaman you had to go so this was Aquaman's introduction to the big screen and to make Aquaman not just cool, but the coolest, most badass coolest. character in this yeah. movie. Like yeah. any Aquaman jokes that we grew up with, he gone. Fucks. That moment, yeah. the scene um, where he walks yeah. out to the ocean and like Zack Snyder's ocean is choppy, dangerous, just uh. smashing waves yeah. on him. It is the coolest moment that you could yeah. ever ask for for a character. Zach, how are you not going to talk about the moment where the very first moment when Bruce Wayne shows up in his like Montserrat, like $3,000 snow coat and boots and Aquaman's in like a fucking wife beater. Oh, we can't say that anymore. A tank top. And he goes out to the water to like (laughs) jump back in and like six blonde bitches are orgasming (laughs) through their vocal cords. Just like, (laughs) and then one girl stops, picks up his shirt that he threw on the ground and sniffs it. And then comes back with this like alto vibrato, even like his scent gave her an orgasm, a nose orgasm. (laughs) So this, I think goes back to the gods thing is that I think all of those little towns that they go to worship worship them. They think he's a God. It's like fucking Jesus to, yeah, yeah so like okay. yeah it, it's it's more so setting up oh. that like the flash was a new god cyborg was a new god where everybody was just like you have ultimate you have unlimited power you have unlimited power where whereas batman not so much super superman aquaman were all worshipped i was gonna you know, you say saw how many- you saw the difference in intelligence when that they were gods and we were merely fucking humans when we had to hide our mother boxes. We got yeah. the Amazonians <laughs> put it in fucking I, steel that you can't I even break through and in like a yeah. fucking structure. Then you got the fucking Atlanteans who give it to a octopus, a giant yeah, octopus, yeah. like yes, but so original. Kraken. And the they humans the put it about three <laughs> inches under some dirt crumbs they're kind of like i hope nobody sees it here and i'm like well that's why we die sooner than you other ones i I saw that 
I I was seeing it coming. Like when everybody was doing their thing, I was like, what are the humans gonna do? I think they're just gonna bury it. And then I saw them burying it. I was like, oh, we're embarrassed. They literally like they they threw it like it was coffee grounds on top of the box. They were (laughs) kind of like, man, I hope he doesn't find it. Right. (laughs) Like a dog could find that accidentally. Anyways, it makes sense. Their gods were merely man, and Bruce Wayne really showed his m- m- yeah. barely manness. He's just a dude. He was a glorified taxi driver. Do you want to talk <laughs> about <laughs> the mother boxes? Yes, there. Uh, it's a pleasure because it's a metaphor for a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and you finger the boxes to get information. And, it's a, and it's what a metaphor. The, the the villain the entire movie is just sniffing people and going. The scent of the mother box is on you. <laughs> like this was a movie for men without fathers yeah. who have the Oedipus complex of their mothers. I mean, it just shone through so, so brightly. Okay. That's also, I clocked, there's so many daddy issues in this movie. I, I referenced yeah. in the yeah. beginning, but everyone, Arthur. the villain is trying to get the approval of his father. Mm-hmm. Aquaman has an absent father. Well, it's not his dad. It's just like a guy. It's everyone. Like, I literally made a list in my notes of dad to God ratio. And it's, this is a movie for dads, dads in jails, dead dads, dads that sacrificed for their kids, adopted dads and Amazonian dads. But I don't think they exist. So where the fuck are the Amazonian dads? But between the daddy issues and the mother box, I feel like he was trying to say something and I just don't know what it was right and but it was there it was all over the place it was impossible to but, miss <clears throat> pleasure uh ray fisher is phenomenal in this movie the guy who plays cyborg he got cut out the original and then complained about it because he's like yo this was supposed to be like my, my big break dog you just cut me out of he's the heart of and the movie. soul of weird. this movie he is the heart of the backbone His character of the movie. journey is like the most redemptive too like he goes from being a sourpuss to lovable hero and then also yeah. like embracing his disability, right? Like he is someone who lost mm. his body and at the end mm. says, I am not broken. Like that is powerful. Aww. It is cool. It is moving. Yeah. Uh, he's great yeah. in it. And like, uh, yeah, it yeah. really bums me out that, that he was not given his moment the way that he deserved to when this first came out. Right. Mm. I hope this gives him reprise. He's also like the newest superhero. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's the one that has to learn the most from them, from mm-hmm. their sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So it's just super stupid that they just took him out of the movie and they're just like, oh, well, you're you're in it now. You're in the you're a fucking Justice Leaguer, I guess. Yeah. It's like, OK, cool. So his whole backstory wasn't in the original because he has this football scene that is so dope. It is like he's yeah. just juking people left and right. Though I did have a problem with that, that he is a superstar athlete and a very talented hacker. Like, let us nerds have something. Don't make the star <laughs> athlete also super intelligent. It's not. And so hot. Not fair. So uh, hot. He gives, yeah. he gives a, a woman $100,000 just because he, like, pities her. That's some goat shit. Yeah. He's a dope character. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. No, he was by far, like I said, the most actualized. And maybe it is because it was the first time we got to see his backstory and stuff. Because I didn't, like I said, I didn't really care about Batman. I knew Wonder Woman was going to be fine because I knew she had 1984. Superman couldn't care less. What What's his deal? You know, Superman historically is kind of maligned for being a boring character because he is so, like, just impervious to anything. He has no stakes. But there yeah. is one moment in this where Superman fucking blasts down and looks at the villain and goes, not impressed. And then he blows ice on his axe and shatters it. It is the coldest, coolest thing I have ever, like that to me is like top five, top three best superhero moments ever put to film. It, It like gave me chills. I don't think I'm, I don't think this is correct, but it's it's almost the reverse of when Thor threw his axe at Thanos and mm. hit his shoulder. See, it's like, the same fucking uh, movie. Thank you. It's you're just proving my I liked, point. <laughs> I, I like this scene um, where the Flash is running at Superman after he's like he's trying to regain his memories and he doesn't know who's attacking. Yes. Him or whatever. Oh, my so God. Like this is so thing. good. Yeah, yeah, it was so it was in both movies, but I, I, I still liked it. 
um, where he runs at him and then he's just like, oh, nobody moves in this time uh, dimension because I'm moving so so quick. And then he turns and looks at him and he's like, oh, fuck, because he can move as fast as him. It's just Superman's eyes, just they're frozen. Everyone's frozen and just his eyes go they turn to so the right and, bar- and Barry immediately good. knows oh I am so fucked, fucked. <laughs> and then they awesome. fight in a time warp yeah okay yeah, that was my last so pleasure that yeah. was my last pleasure <laughs> and then what this movie did a little bit of I wish it had done more and, and I wish that Marvel did this more they did in the first Avengers combo moves seeing people with yes. different superpowers yes. work together is so yes thrilling and 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 uh uh satisfying the one i'm thinking of is is in their first big team up they're in this sewer system that's not guarded i don't know it's kind of a sloppy setup but who cares uh uh gal gadot is is flying down reaching for her sword and the flash runs around really fast and just goes boop and boops her sword <laughs> oh up to that her, was cute and she catches it it's so like it's so fun to see uh, superpowers compounded on top of each other. I want more of that always and yeah, forever. Can we switch to pleasure or guilt? I feel like we did so it. many pleasures. Hit me, Kelsey. <sighs> when do they sleep? <laughs> this movie was like a month long. Never saw anybody sleep. I saw <laughs> Lois Lane sleep. Yeah. I saw Ben Affleck at the end after everything's fixed. He's in a lake house in a bed. But when do they sleep? If Bruce Wayne is just a man. Since they're not sleeping, I also wish that this whole movie did not take place at nighttime. I I think action scenes look good in the daytime, too. Uh, There's no reason that it always has to be dark and cloudy. Uh, There was was some dusk in there. (laughs) (laughs) There was a a a daytime bank. There was a daytime bank robbery, which was also one of my guilts. The bank robbery scene is so funny. When Gal Gadot, literally all the people after she saved him, the people are all like, oh my God, we just went through like the most traumatic situation you can go through. And this is her line. Literally, this is her line, word for word. It's all good. (laughs) She literally is like, don't worry, I've saved you. It's all good. And I pause and I go, did she just tell them it's all good? And it's good it is very much i would be so fucked in therapy for yeah. so long man they're gonna be living with the fallout of this moment for years to come there were like a lot of like you guys talking about the the, the crashing wave scene i did <gasps> not like that scene at really? all it was a little oh, long. So cool yeah. it, was a little long. it was a little it was a little long if yeah. it just crashed and he was just there that was one of those moments where i was just like this is this is too much to yeah it's but gratuitous the, the, it, yeah. yeah, the the on the noseness of it kind of got on my nerves. Um, the moment where she's like looking over the bank while standing on Lady Justice, being Lady Justice, oh, I was like, get the boy. fuck out of here! Also, bro. me going, why is the Statue of Liberty in London? <laughs> 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 and I'm like into astrology, so I should know that the Libra, yeah. whatever. You, uh, Garrick, were motioning, but can you tell us about her little spider crawl when she's blocking a bajillion bullets? You thought that was bad? You thought that was a guilt? Yes. Fuck you. I thought a lot of, like, the the speed motion was, like, her, her, the feeling of speed, like, was great in that, but, like... Just seeing someone move their hands that quickly, just it just felt so much. She was blocking all of the bullets that somebody was shooting you at her with an automatic weapon. You knew Here, here's you know what I will coming. say. I think we need to go back in time and apologize to Wonder Woman 1984, which, for what yes. I now realize, is a very grounded take on this character. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I, you know, I Wonder Woman sure. is wildin' in this movie. Yeah, was she's say, going crazy. I, I felt like it was a pleasure. I didn't say it because I didn't. I wasn't sure that I was confident in it. But now you've made me feel confident in it. That maybe a pleasure was. I believed this version of Wonder Woman. Like she actually was I somehow strong. Too. I agree. And no, you're right. And a yeah. leader and like a decision maker. She was a doer. Yeah, I did prefer yeah. this version. This version just didn't have like her weird. <laughs> Cocaine relationship problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, it there was, was just, no cocaine it in was this just, one. There was no cocaine in this one. Yeah. 
It, it is, though, God. like, Zack Snyder 101, the end of that bank scene, there's this little girl who's like, can I be like you when I grow up? And then Gal Gadot no, down. No, you can't. No, I'm part God, bitch. <laughs> I would have loved if you're she was just like, no, actually, you're not Thimiscara. You cannot you have, be like yeah. me. Jesus like Christ. You can be a doctor. You can be <laughs> any of those things. You can't be a god, dog. I'm sorry. That's the one thing you can't You can, can maybe be. block That's, one bullet, yeah. but like 84 you like block I just one did. Bullet. Good luck. Yeah. You'll you'll block one bullet and it'll hurt, but I, <laughs> you know, other than that, you're fucking do, you're doomed for a life of patriarchal disappointment, my friend. I hate <laughs> yeah. to break it to you. Okay, another fucking guilt was this in the first one? Because I don't remember. Was this entire movie sponsored by Under Armour? Oh my! It was oh sponsorships galore everywhere. Yeah, Mercedes. Mercedes. That's um, the only other one that really stuck out to me in an annoying fashion. No, the biggest one for me. And to answer your question, I have to assume I don't remember the gratuitous uh, product placement. But there's one scene. I wrote this down. There is no fucking way that Batman, Bruce Wayne, shaves with the same Gillette razor as me. They have a product <laughs> of, of, like, that is just the, yeah. the, the Schwick Quattro whatever. They sell that for 20 bucks yeah. at, at, at Christides, okay? That is not... Huh? I, Christides, I to... you're hitting us with the East Coast fucking lingo? Yeah. Christides? Yeah. Half of our audience oh, is going to be sorry. like, where? <laughs> I'm sorry. Going this was in, in this going back to pleasures for a second. This is in both movies. When Flash gets into Barry Allen gets into Bruce Wayne's car and he's like, "Oh, oh you're Batman. What's your power?" I'm rich. Yeah, I fucking I'm rich. love that. I love that shit so much. I like I how like, you oh, did it in Batman's voice, even though he's as Bruce I'm, Wayne. <laughs> I'm rich. No, guys. He he just said, I'm rich like a regular human. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are some I'm, genuinely I'm wonderful character moments in this. Like, yeah. Bruce and Barry meeting are is so fun. My favorite, mm-hmm. uh, I almost forgot to talk about it, is is Alfred teaching Diana how to make tea. Like, you just have the butler oh, yeah. scolding Wonder Woman about how, like, he's like, no, 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 this is how you make tea. It's a very long scene. It does, like, there's no yeah. reason for it. That's it does the it. first thing that you cut, but it's so fun. In that moment, like, first of all, this bitch was born at the beginning of time. She she was there when <laughs> yeah, she can make tea, tea was fucking invented. She can make tea. And, like, yeah. let's not mansplain Alfred or the fuck your name was how to make tea. I get the moment was not that, but it was not it for me. I was kind of like, Alfred's so likable, even though he has to call Bruce Wayne master, which I did send a text to the boys wondering if we were okay with that. I guess we are. Yeah, I just, that that, that moment to me was overacted. I was like, I fucking mm-hmm. get it. It's it's like making fun of the British people's yeah. the Brits obsession with tea and Except all that stuff. Except Ted Lasso I, I can do it. that. Ted Lasso does it yeah, perfectly. Ted Lasso can fucking oh my god. That's my pleasure for this week. Okay, I have to give another um guilt and this is just maybe a personal preference because I do like that this movie was darker. I really preferred the color correction here. I really did like everything that they chose to do differently in terms of like aesthetic. Except, and maybe this is like just a overarching superhero note. I hate how much metal is involved yes. in these movies. Yes, I everything do you mean music or aesthetic. Yeah, everything, no aesthetic. aesthetic. Like, everything. Their costumes were all metal. metal or metallic. The fucking locations. Everything is made out of metal. All of the weapons. Like there was so much metal. I started to get a headache. I was like, am I getting like alloy poisoning? Because (laughs) like why? First of all, Ben Affleck is way too fucking old. He would be like, oh my back after every fucking fall on anything metal. It just, I get it that it went with the vibe, but I would have liked to see some like unique, like this is a random kind of throw to not really a superhero, but like Mortal Kombat puts me in different locations where I'm like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. I'm expecting these people to fight in a fucking underground metal sewer <laughs> trap. Like, yep. I don't know. It just was too much metal for my liking. Coming soon to HBO Max. <laughs> what a combat. I had an ex-boyfriend write on one of the original Mortal Kombat's or something. I don't know. I didn't oh pay attention God. to it. 
Get over here. That's all I know. Yeah, did he <laughs> did he write the song? What if he wrote the Mortal Kombat song? Oh my God. Downplaying that I st- I'd still be with him. Are you kidding me? That money? <laughs> yeah. Like, that I'm dude not is a stupid. billionaire. <laughs> By the way, uh, did you notice that Superman, like the most powerful being an alien, like he just was buried in the ground like a normal motherfucker? <laughs> he just, oh, I had so many issues with that. buried in a normal graveyard. Yeah. That was pretty weird. Yeah. Well, because he was, he's... He's a American. human, right? He's a human. Yeah. yeah. There it's it's like it's up to the family on what they want to do with his body and it's just You would like, think security. Yeah, there should be some security. Bitch, the Brady Bunch house in North Hollywood is guarded by 24 <laughs> hour, seven days a week, 365 security. You're going to tell me Superman's grave isn't being watched over by like at least a drone? I think it's about importance because the Fast and Furious house is not guarded when it should be over the fucking Brady Bunch Probably house. because Fuck it's in house. like Inglewood, right? <laughs> it's in East LA. Yeah, it's not they're like, we're not going over there. <laughs> Go over there. Yeah. That's the place that needs the most guarding. I'm going to steal everything. No, the neighbors have got that shit guarded. They're like, yeah, come on our property. I dare you. A guilt that's also a pleasure. This movie does one of my favorite things and the least believable things in any movie, which is you have characters standing around a table. The camera's just panning left to right the entire time, and they start finishing each other's sentences and that's how yep. they kind of discover uh. the main plot of the movie it's so oh fun God. it's so stupid do but you know i love it that, i always laugh but do you know what the moment that it worked and i was like thank god and if yeah. this is kind of a guilt in the way that it needed to be written like this is when spoiler cyborg's dad sacrifices himself because you're like wait why did he just blow up because of the yeah. box and then cyborg comes in and sees this equation written on the glass and it's like oh my god he wasn't trying to sacrifice himself he was trying to heat up the box and thank god batman was like oh Oh, he's trying to heat up the box because then we could put a sensor on it so that we can track yeah. it down. And oh my God. And I was like, thank God he said that because I would have yes, never. Thank you for explaining. Yeah, that says a little bit yeah. of guilt. I was like, you really had to say it, not show it in that instance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my final guilt. La, 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 la. Every Thank time Wonder Woman it. came on screen, yeah. anytime, yeah. any Thank of them. You. So the whole score yeah. was redone by Junkie XL, and I know that this moment. And Hans Zimmer. He, no, he did the original. Junkie came on oh. and like redid it all. I think maybe I'm getting that wrong. Um, but I, I know people online have been blasting that moment especially. But it is every time she does yeah. anything. Every time the camera cuts her. <laughs> La, 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 la. And she's not. <laughs> she's not Lebanese. I don't know what yeah. this song inspiration is. I couldn't tell if it was Amazonians or if it was those women from Iceland who sang Aquaman off into the water. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, is it my girls? No, it's just la, Amazonians. La, la. Well, it's hard to know what else to say about this movie. Um, I I kind of feel like. Like, you know, like when you smoke a lot of weed and then it's t- like six hours later and you're just tired. Like I went through such yeah. a rush, such a high, mm. and now I'm just kind of defeated by it. But I mm. did enjoy it. I, uh, you know, I, I lived in this crazy world of a movie that, that shouldn't exist, but I'm kind of glad it does. Yeah. And for that, I think. I can recommend to to people, especially if you guys have no idea what the fuck any of us are talking about. Neither did I 24 hours ago. Look how much I've changed. I know what a cyborg is. I know know who Luke's Luke's Lether is. What's his name? Luke's Lex Luthor. You made me fuck it up. Luke Lexer. I almost had it. Lex Luthor. Played by Jesse Eisenberg, which I don't care that should have never happened jesse eisenberg (laughs) playing an adult villain and not a tiny child boy (laughs) that is my biggest guilt but i i feel like i want to recommend this movie to people it's like break it up watch it in two days make it a double feature date night i don't fucking know and you don't have to know shit about shit to watch it watch it like a tv show it's six a yeah. six episode yeah, watch it in six series. Parts. Oh, watch yeah. it like a mini series. The first watch it like three hours flew by for me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Disagree. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think there's two types of people. There's two types of people. There's the one who can who loves the first half or the first three hours of the Snyder Cut and those who hate the last hour and those who hate the first yeah. three hours and love the last hour. I, until I Ezra Miller came in, I was like, I want to stop watching. Once, he came, once Ezra Miller jumped in and saved a girl and poked a hot dog out of the air and fed a hot dog to dogs, I was on board yeah because yeah. isn't she the flash's love interest in the next movie she's, she's iris i believe iris i think Allen. i i think i read somewhere last night that that's gonna be his love interest in the flash i movie. believe it should be yeah um i guess my yeah, final word be. on this is like it's easy to forget how good Zack snyder is at a very specific type of action filming and mm, i think yes. he really is at his best when he is filming things like a comic, and, and you know, as Garrick yes. mentioned, this feels like a long comic, but I also mean his action scenes feel like like comic panels. He does these slow yeah. motion vignettes that are just beautifully composed, mm-hmm. almost right. like murals in, in, in like old tombs. I, I was explaining this to a friend where I was just like, yeah, it is like watching... Um, the the um, like watching stained glass, yes. Um, portraits of this movie. <laughs> like, if you were to if you were to put this movie in in stained glass or whatever, you'd be like, oh yeah, this this tracks. This is the mm. slow mo shot of him touching the sword. Blah blah blah. <gasps> yeah. Oh, or yeah. If you just took different stills from it and put like thought bubbles. For better or for worse, everyone else is out here making stories about humans. Zack Snyder is making murals about gods. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. That was epic. Zack, sometimes I is. think you're just a try guy and then you say shit like that and I'm like, he's so much more. He's he's a writer. <laughs> <laughs> he's a writer. We don't give enough credit. He went to college. Yeah. I can't believe you yeah, can read. That's college. the most surprising thing I've learned today. Okay, so do we say if it's a guilty pleasure or a guilty pleasure? Yeah, I mean, I, I believe this is still an absolute guilty pleasure. If only because... Oh. Yeah, yeah, because if you say that you like this movie, you need to tell people, I like the Snyder Cut. And that is... <laughs> you just you have to hold a little bit of guilt <laughs> right. with you because of that. Okay, well, then yeah. I'm going to piggyback right off of that and say, I liked the fucking Snyder Cut. This is a <laughs> pleasure. Because you know what? 300 and Sucker Punch are one of my favorite movies. Sucker Punch was the background on my desktop for so long. I had no idea who Zack Snyder is. I'm a proud Snyder baby. I'm a Snyder snuffer. (laughs) I want to be a Snyder snuffer. And I think this is a pleasure. And you know what, Kelsey? The scent of the mother box Mm -hmm. is all over you. (laughs) I have a great relationship with my mom. I okay, so if comics are modern day mythology and are myths or whatever, this was the closest to making that on screen. I think that this is an absolute pleasure. If anything is a guilty pleasure, I think that you can watch it multiple times and not feel bad about watching it multiple times. This one you can probably take twice and you'd still enjoy yourself, I think. So I don't. I wouldn't be able to call it a guilty pleasure. I don't think that does anybody that can. Mean, does that mean? It's just a pleasure. Yeah! That means I'm yeah, not it's just a pleasure. Yeah. Did I, <laughs> yeah, just a pleasure. Watch it once. Take it in as an experience and then put it aside. <laughs> know that it is a good thing. Um, and then read some comic books, man. Also, we just have to point out that we're all wearing green. And if that doesn't yeah, mean we're, we're subconsciously the cutest trio you ever did see. Our, well, much yeah. like in this movie, our boxes are sinking. <laughs> That's a, that li- like a real <laughs> thing that they say. And I, I feel like we didn't talk nearly enough about how vaginal <laughs> it was. Cycle. Like it really, really, really. I want to be the box that had, I want to be the box that was with the squid. I'll be the box that was buried in dirt. (laughs) (laughs) You're just a man. (laughs) I'm just a man. Well, I got something, a very exciting surprise for you guys and and for the audience (gasps) before we end this episode. I love surprises. We love a surprise. Uh, One of our listeners and good friend of the Try Guys universe, Sabrina, wrote us a song. And when I tell you that it is a certified banger like i'm talking <laughs> dope like a justin bieber vibes. album honestly it might be better 
I want to hear. Like, I got my peaches down in Georgia, but Sabrina's got my guilty pleasures right here. Uh, oh my so we're going to let her play us out with that. But before we play that song, I'm at Corn Diddy. Tell your friends about the show. Rate it five stars. It, it uh, helps people find it. So we, we do appreciate it. KLC. I'm Kelsey Dara on all the things. And check out justiceforsoraya.com. Garrick. I'm Garrick Bernard on Instagram. Um, I'll figure out how to get Garrick Bernard on Twitter. <laughs> we will do it for you. I can do that. I can make that we'll happen. I, I know Zach somebody. has people. I'm a trege. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing yeah. off. Goodbye. All right. Listen to this song and you guys can watch us in Glee. We will link this song uh, in the description below and we'll see you next time. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Join us next week when the wonderful Elle Mills will be with us to discuss her favorite, the Lizzie McGuire movie. For those who want to watch along, it is streaming on Disney+. Plus. Favorite.